0: There we go, back again for another game day preview. But this game day preview is probably one of the worst game day previews we could ever do in our lifetime for many reasons. But I'll give you two, first of all. First of all, um, it's England versus Germany. So I have I had to bring back Big Kez from uh, two Maggies up top to preview the game for us as well. The second reason is it's one of the most entertaining games in the Euro 2020 tournament I've seen so far in Croatia versus Spain when we're recording it. I was hoping the game would have been done and dusted by now, <laughs> hoping Croatia would have won. But it's free free in extra time at the moment. So we're kind of like half watching that and we're half previewing England <laughs> versus Germany. So you may not get the best of the experiences from our preview, but you will get the most entertaining and the most reactive to our Come preview. On. But uh because how are you doing? How's the podcast doing? You all okay? Like yeah, getting?
1: yeah, all good, man, all good. Um, I like said before we've not been as active as we'd probably liked being through the Euros. Um, but we've had the the live watch longs which have been going well, so yeah, can't complain, man. Can't complain.
0: Yeah, it must have been good as well. I mean, you've got a lot of people in the watch alongs as well, like coming into the the house or the apartment that you're in at the moment. So it looks really cool that you're all enjoying it. And I've been watching along with it as well, so I've been enjoying your watch alongs nice when, nice when we're not yeah. doing our one. When we're not doing our watch alongs, but I, was, I did one yesterday, which was fun. Belgium versus Portugal, and everyone was just there, like we expected so much more from this game. There's, up, there's so up. many
1: more goals in that game, man.
0: I had Lukaku captain in my fantasy football, so I'm like, come on, Lukaku, do something for me in my league. But it it wasn't the case. But um, as we were saying just now, Croatia versus Spain is currently happening. Your uh, ITV player is like 30 seconds behind mine. So (laughs) if I spoil anything, I apologise in advance. But you know what? Let's get get to what we came for in the beginning. Yeah, let's get to it, man. England versus Germany, Wembley Stadium, 5pm, Tuesday the 29th of June. First initial thoughts on England versus Germany, Kez. By all means, go ahead. Tell us what you think.
1: Massive fixture. We know the historic uh, rivalry. What makes this even bigger for me is the pathway to the final for the winner. And yes. obviously, you don't want to look past this game, but it looks very, very tasty for the winner. Um, and you'd probably say the winner of this game should make it to the final, barring any crazy upsets. So, again, just adds huge importance to the game, man. Must, must win game, goes without saying.
0: Yeah, for me as well. It's one of those situations where, sorry, I'll, I'll, I won't react to it until you now. Nah, go it. And
1: react, react, react.
0: <laughs> Ob- obviously, it's four three in what yeah. in four was four three to Spain, and the person who just messes so many chances up—the one chance you think is going to mess up again—scores, and it's and ridiculous. It was a great goal as well. It was a great
1: finish. I'm guessing it's Morata you're talking about.
0: It's Morata for Spain and it's an extra time as
1: well, so. Oh wow, yeah, oh if, wow.
0: If Croatia can come back in this game, great. I don't think they can, but it was a great finish on the half volley by. You know, Morata's an interesting
1: Maratis. player, you know, because sometimes he looks exceptional and other times he looks complete trash. I don't know what it is with him, like.
0: This goal was exceptional for it him. Is, yeah. For him, yeah, it yeah, was a great yeah. goal.
1: When you see it, you'll just be like, No, I've seen it, yeah. Any player would be proud of that, to be fair. That's great technique
0: great technique great technique great balance on the ball as well ridiculous goal ball three to Spain wow, 10 minutes in. Game? uh game? but uh, uh England versus Germany for me uh we in, in my in my lifetime we've not had the best of uh experiences watching England versus Germany we've seen them mostly obviously the World Cup in 2010 that's my latest memory of them we've seen them in international friendlies which hasn't been the best because obviously some we've lost some have drawn some with uh we won in 2016, if I remember correctly as well, which gassed up everyone yeah, um, yeah, yeah. over that time. But for me personally, it's just the fact that I'd rather see um, an England team that actually takes a sword to Germany as opposed to having a German side dominate us on our own patch at Wembley Stadium. But can you kind of see that happening with the midfield that I Tony and Goretzka and Gundogan face against the likes of Declan Rice? Uh, I mean, Mason Mount if he's actually back. I'm not sure Ma- Mason Mount's back actually
1: because of the COVID. He may be, but to be honest with you, I can't see Southgate going out and attacking Germany. Mm. Um, if we've looked at the group stage, the, the quality of the teams we played were not that great. Um, the likes of Croatia, well, doing well at the minute, but Scotland and Czech Republic, we didn't really go out and attack any of those teams. So I can't see us really um, attacking Germany like that. I feel it's going to be it's going to be more of a conservative approach. You have two in the pivot be a tight game. Yeah, I'm not expecting many goals from it to be fair. I'm not expecting many goals at all.
0: Yeah, because how, how I see it is if I'd share my screen with you, um obviously if you're listening, just escape this little bit right here. But basically I'm gonna I'm gonna show you my team that I've kind of predicted that Gareth Southgate will be using for the game tomorrow. And it's something that I wouldn't really mind seeing, but it's it's kind of matching them. oh Croatia just had a shot on target could say by the keeper. Um, But yeah, if you can see our screen, that's where we're at. So we've got Jordan Pickford in goal. I didn't type his name, but then you've got uh, back three because we have been seen that in the Nations League qualifiers and the Euro qualifiers as well with Walker, Stones and Maguire. And then you've got Rhys James, uh, Declan Rice, Phillips and Luke Shaw. They're in the back six, seven, I would say with the wing backs as well. And Spain have scored again. Sorry, oh, but Spain missed nice. yeah. Oz, I did not pronounce his name, but he's got. Yeah. Is a good goal as well. Five three to Spain. This is ridiculous. Wow, crazy. Um, but yeah, got Reese James, got Declan Reyes, Calvin Phillips, and Luke Shaw. Then we have got Bukayo Saka after his, his wonderful performance. Yeah. Um, against uh Detroit Republic, Harry Kane up top again, yeah. and Raheem Sterling. But that's the team I think Gareth Southgate will go for, mostly because of. Um, uh, if I go to this one, onto the Germany side. So that's yep, how I yep. kind of see them going with Neuring goal, back three of Ginter, Hummels, and Rudiger, Goretzko and Kruz in the midfield, like we just mentioned. Uh those are kind of the they're the orchestra, yeah, the conductors in the orchestra. Yep, 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 yep. But for me, Kimmich and Gossens are also very creative from the wide side as well. They yep, both yep. they're both inverted at the same time. And then you've got the likes of Havertz, Müller, and Serge Gnabry, who we know loves to score a goal in London. Um, yeah, yeah. which, which it has obviously <laughs> against Tottenham as well but that's kind of how I see the predicted lineups going um, because how do you kind of see the game going out if it's set up like this like with uh, Kimmich and Gosselin being the main focal points of their creative spark really Germany
1: Again if you're if you're correct with these lineups um, I can see it being a very tight affair both teams sort of cancelling each other out mm. um, and it could be the odd goal that uh, decides it either way it's interesting with your England lineup because for me, I've gone with very similar personnel. Yeah. Uh, the only difference is my system. So you've got the extra defender in there where I've only got Maguire and Stones as a back four. Okay. And then the person I've brought in is Grealish in a 10. Yeah. So you still got Rice and Phillips um, sitting. Yep. And the only person that I've changed from here is I've swapped out um, Sterling for... Sorry, Grealish on the left. So yep. Sterling for Grealish, and I put Foden in the tent.
0: Foden in the tent, okay. Let's
1: get a Sterling one here. I just feel that with um, with both Rice and Phillips in there, uh, you can afford to go with the back four and get an extra attacker in there. Because when um, you see
0: when you see Rice and Phillips as well, it's like a brick wall, basically.
1: It's like a brick wall. Still, yeah. And Calvin Phillips, you see him do it for Leeds. If you do want to change the system mid-game, he can easily drop back into that back line as well and give you that back three. Um, so it gives you that flexibility in-game as well. So, I mean, we see him do that for Leeds all the time, drop into the back three. He's comfortable on the ball. So that's an in-game adjustment that you can make there. I've also got Rhys James in instead of Kyle Walker.
0: Oh, OK. Um, the
1: wrong right back. Yeah. Uh,
0: but why would you go for Reese James? Like, I personally didn't see much about him as a right back um, yes. in Scotland. But uh, why do you kind of think he would do better than Walker or Trippier even in this <laughs> To game. be
1: honest with you, um, it was a toss-up between Walker and James. Mm. And truth be told, I probably would throw uh, Walker in there. But for the fact that I just, I don't fully trust him in the sense that um, he's a great right-back, but I feel like he's more inclined to make a silly mistake at the end of the game or commit a silly foul in a dangerous area. Or I just feel that James is a bit more defensively sound. I feel like with, with Walker, he's still, even at his late age, so reliant on his pace, and that's what gets him out of a jail a lot of the time for me. Um, so I'm a lot more comfortable with James defensively. Yeah. But then I agree that Walker will probably give you a bit more going forward as well, which may be pivotal in this sort of game. So it could be either, either or, to be fair. But I just James is a bit more uh, defensively solid for me.
0: No, that's fair enough. That's quite good. But... Um... With Chilwell kind of being in and out of the team because of the whole COVID thing, how confident are we about Luke Shaw at left-back? And do you think um, uh, Trippier should be given a chance at left-back again after his performance against Croatia? Or is Luke Shaw just the guy for the rest of the tournament for you?
1: I, I wouldn't go with Trippier. I'll take him out of the, the equation for left-back. So okay. for me, it was always between Shaw and Chilwell. Yeah. Uh, initially, I may have leaned towards uh, Ben Chilwell, actually. Um, the reason why I've gone with Shaw in this game is I just think, you know what? He's played a few games in the tournament. Chilwell, he's not played. He's then had to isolate. It's been it's been very disruptive for him. So yeah. uh, I feel that Shaw, sure, he's had a run of games. I would just stick with short left back. Um, but if I was picking it on a bit, it's tight between the two. But Chilwell would be my first choice if the circumstances were in his favour. But yeah, I've gone with Luke Shaw for this game. Uh, he's played well up until now. He creates chances going forward as well. And I think the fullbacks are going to be very important in this game as well. So I've gone with Shaw.
0: I think you're right. I I would 100% agree with where the fullbacks are very important for this game. But I'd go one step further and say the fullbacks are what are essential about this game, what wins and loses this game. Because uh, as I alluded to earlier, obviously Gostan's and Kimich have had really good tournaments so far. And for me, Kimich can play rather centre back, centre mid, centre defensive mid, or yeah, right game. mid, right wing yeah. back. And his creation from the from the flanks and his crosses and Gostin's with with a goal or two against Portugal as well ridiculous yep. talent that they have as their wing-back. So it's just with this formation as well that you kind of see that Hummels and Rudiger, I would say, they'd be kind of exposed on the counter. Yep. So if you were to have Foden around this kind of area here, between Hummels and Goretzka, between the lines and Harry Kane kind of taking on Hummels, the likes of Sterling or the likes of Rudiger can take on Ginter, and Saka can have go one-on-one with Rudiger. So it's just about how uh, Gareth Southgate plays that. If he goes for a front three or if he goes for a free. For free, but he leaves those three players up top. So they don't have to do the defensive work, they don't have to track back and they don't really have to worry about the defensive line. But I think, like like we said before, the full-backs for me and the centre-mids is where the game will be won or lost in that midfield.
1: I'll be uh, honest with so. you, like I look, at, I look at this Germany team um, mm. and even their back line, there's some good defenders in there. Rudiger's had a solid season for Chelsea since yep. uh, Tuchel took over. But I've, I personally feel that this back line, if we go attacking... You can get at the likes of Rudiger. Hummels has got mistaken him these days. I just think that with the attacking players we've got, you free up the likes of Saka and Grealish getting at these defenders. I'm seeing lots of fouls, edge of the box, chances from set pieces. I feel we can get at Germany. I don't really fear them as, as I once did.
0: No, you're, you're right with that because how I see it as well, like I, I think this would be like a prime game for Marcus Rashford in the tournament. If I ever saw one, oh, Croatia just hit it wide. Uh thirty seconds into the second half. Come on, that would have been a good comeback. Sorry, but, but literally between this area, man, I'm going. I know I'm going full scout, full manager mode. But basically between Hummels and Ginter right here, that's where the likes of Sterling and Grealish and Rashford can run through, yeah. uh, take on them with their pace. And Ginter, he's known to go upfield quite a bit as well. And then yeah. Hummels and Rudiger kind of drop into like a. Yeah. Which allows Goretzka to go up forward as well, and Kimmich and Gossens to push forward. Which their starting positions are a lot further than they were they were against Portugal than they were against Hungary. So it's just about like Hungary. They were always breaking on the counter, but Ronaldo, besides his goal, they they didn't really get out. Um, they didn't really get out uh, Germany in the counter attack. So it's just about yeah. how uh, we can get them on the break as well. But do you reckon it would be one of those things that we have to kind of get them on the break because the likes of Cruz and Goretzka will
1: be dominant possession? Well, here's the thing. I look at it, and if you allow Cruz to play, he's mm. going to dictate the, the pace of the game. But I just feel that if we've got enough legs in midfield, the likes of Rice and uh, Phillips, Young and get about the pitch. I think we can win that midfield battle. You can stifle the likes of Kroos and get tight to him, not give him the time to dictate the play. If we're aggressive with it, um, I really do think we can stifle Germany. It just depends on how bold Southgate is. If you sit back against the likes of Kroos, and allow him to play. He's going to pick out passes left, right and centre. Mm-hmm. I personally think we've got to be aggressive. Get out, Germany. I think this is a great opportunity playing at Wembley as well to to, to just go from. I, I don't see a lot of pace in this Germany side, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. It's, it's yeah. literally just
0: in there number nine, uh, Gnabry, Kimmich and maybe Gossens as well. Yeah. Havertz isn't the quickest to plays, but then you've got the likes of Sané on the bench, but he's not going to be starting, I don't think, in this system under Joachim Lowe. But, if there's ever a time to go at Germany and be aggressive at Germany, it's Wembley right. Stadium with 45,000 in the crowd with the likes of Sterling, Kane, Grealish, uh, Foden at your disposal, Rashford, Sancho even, Saka. And uh, Lofa Mateus came out this week and said that, oh, we're happy to uh, give Jaden Sancho a German passport if England don't want to play him. Maybe this is the right time to bring him in as like a half-time sub or something. Tie the likes of Hummels, Rudiger out. Um, get them on a yellow card and just expose them.
1: Let the kid play, man. Let the kid play. I mean, I'm looking at our bench for most of these games. And like I said, a lot of the games we've played have been very conservative. Mm-hmm. But you've got so much attacking talent on the bench. It would be, I mean, if he goes 1 0, 1 0, 1 0 way to the final, I guess he can turn around and say, listen, it was justified. But if we go out, if you're going to look back at this tournament with great regret. The likes of Sancho on the bench hardly getting any minutes. Rashford on the bench, all these options you've got. And we scored, what, two goals so far?
0: Yeah, two goals from the same player, Raheem. I mean, I hear that, yeah. In the box as well. So nothing amazing or to light the crowd up, basically.
1: And I hear, and I've heard the fact that we haven't conceded yet, and that's impressive. But again, I look at the teams we've played, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't know how impressed I am with two 1-0 wins. we top the group, yes. But yeah, I I think there's a lot more to come from this team if you just let them play, man
0: yeah it's good it's going to be good to see them playing it's going to be good to see how we set up as well because like you said you've gone for a four three three i've gone for a three four three but with how gareth southgate was tinkering like the last 12 months or so i think he's probably preparing for one of the bigger teams but even with the likes of phillips and rice like you said it's a double brick wall that we've got we haven't seen it as of yet and we can get out of their midfield which i think to be be honest with you my
1: formation was more of a i I, I was leaning more towards a um four four two three one. So it's mm-hmm. similar, but you'd have the obviously on a four three three, you'd probably expect the likes of Saka and Grealish to be a bit further up the pitch. I can't imagine that he's gonna go with that. I just think that um Saka's very good defensively as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Grealish starts to pick up the ball from deep. So I imagine that the um the wide players will sit a bit further back. So rather than a four three three, it'd be more four two three one. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. No, I can yeah. understand that as well. It's like something that because Sack is defensively sound as well. He's played at left back, left wing back as well. Uh, the utility boy in him has just showed that he can play anywhere. He's got the maturity. Fantastic,
1: fantastic player, man. Honestly, for a guy so young as well to step in, what he displayed the other day was, I don't know, just like it. He was fearless. He was fearless, and I think even like, a lot's been made of Phil Foden. He's a phenomenal player, mm-hmm. but what has done stepping in is phenomenal. Because Foden's had a few quiet games. Not blaming him at all. But for Saka to step in like that at 19 and, and, and boss it like that, honestly, it's amazing, amazing. I
0: I remember just shouting out like like Saka just looks like Messi when I was watching the game, <laughs> and I know for a fact there's nothing like Lionel Messi, but just him on the half turn, turning around, taking one or two people on on the right hand side, it reminded me of that like Messi goal uh, when he was younger, that Maradona goal. Obviously, he didn't score because it went to like Sterling at the end, and uh, the cross went in, whatever. But it's just that run. He just broke into space. He wasn't stopping for anyone. And he's played it forward. And I think this is what will give Harry Kane some confidence as well, that there is an attacker with me that will look to find me and look to give me some
1: proper chances. This this is the thing. When you've got someone that's willing to attack defenders, right, and -hmm. give them something different to think about, especially in these tight games, as soon as you get the defence trying to double up on him, that's going to create space for someone else, the likes of Kane. Do you know what I mean? So if if, if, if you've got defenders doubling up on Saka on his side, Kane no longer has to drop in to centre midfield to pick the ball up. He's going to be getting more space in the attacking areas. So and and Grealish is the exact same on the other side. That's why I'd have him in there because he just draws players towards him. He's like a magnet. And in drawing players in, it just creates space for your other attacking players to go forward and do their thing. So because if you look important. in
0: the if you look in the second half uh, in the Czech Republic game, he kind of stopped doing that, like dropping deep, Harry Kane. Because he realized that Saka and Sterling can bomb on past him and Grealish can go past him. Plus, he can also drop deep and pick up the ball. He can do some of the job that Harry Kane was doing at Tottenham for him. There you go. Yeah. He doesn't have to rely on doing everything at once. He can just fo- be the focal point, be the striker, and uh, try and take on their defenders. And he nearly scored, and Henderson nearly scored to make it 2-0, but he was offside. But um, it's just this Harry Kane dilemma I think we w- I want to talk about next, about how yeah. he gets a goal. And is this, this is a perfect time, if, if anything, to get a goal against Germany, home crowd, captain of your of your country as well. It's just about how... how would, how do we see that happening? Does he have to like isolate Hummels? Does he have to go past Rudiger? Or is it kind of Gintze has to kind of prey on as well? If you had to pick one, who would you kind of think Harry Kane would be the best to kind of focal point on? Because that's what he does as a as a defender. He always leans on the back of one of them and just runs yeah. off them.
1: In terms of temperament, I think the easiest to, to get out would be um, Rudiger. Mm. He's got the best athletic ability, but temperament, he's, he's not very great. He's, he's the kind of player that you can wind up He'll give away silly fouls when he gets frustrated. Yeah, um, allows us a set plays can yeah. Um, Hummels has got a mistake in him. Uh, but yeah, I think Rudiger's the one I would sort of uh the only thing is obviously he's a lot Rudiger's a lot quicker than Harry Kane is. So yeah. it just depends really. Um I think with Harry Kane in this tournament, he's just got to stay up top. Like we spoke about him at Tottenham when he drops deep and he's playing balls in behind. At Tottenham you've got the legs of Son running in behind. I think you said before, if you've got a Rashford running in behind, then Kane dropping deep is a little bit more effective. But if yeah. you're playing the likes of uh, Saka and Greenish, let's say on the wings, you've got to stay up top in the in the, the attacking positions and let them feed you the ball. You've got
0: to you gotta know do more I mean? you've got to do more as a striker than more as like a team player, basically.
1: Hundred percent. And this is why I look at it and I think to myself, even with Gareth Southgate, he surely has to be addressing this like. You shouldn't still be seeing Harry Kane dropping deep for England now um, when he's your main goal scorer. I didn't understand the sub he, he made uh, when he took him off in the first game and yeah. brought on um, Rashford. Yeah, I just thought if you're going to take him off and you're going to try to be bold, go with Calvert Lewin. You see, only other nine you've got in, in in the squad. Give him a chance. Maybe lots Calvert. of long balls up to him. Like. Yeah,
0: that's what he does. That's Calvert Lewin's bread and butter for holding yeah. the ball up and getting plays in into the game as well. And Rashford was just one of those who was. He didn't look lost, but he's like, he hasn't played as a centre forward for a while now. So he was yeah. just trying to run through on the wing and hold it up on the wing. But you're like, you don't play there in this game, Marcus Rashford. But for me, it's going to be fun to see how we attack against them. But um, I just want to know a bit more about the German attack from yourself. So we've got Gnabry, we've got Hummels, not Hummels, we've got Gnabry, we've got Müller and we've got Havertz as well. So does that kind of fre- uh, scare you in terms of like the defence that we have and the defence that you'd set up as well? If anyone, um, would be the scariest that you think we'd be facing?
1: I'd say Gnabry for his pace. Um, mm-hmm. He's obviously a lot more than pace, but his pace is frightening. Um, very direct know, as well. Very direct. And Maguire and Stones, none of them are the quickest. So maybe then going with your formation and having Walker in there makes sense mm-hmm. um, to sort of deal with the speed of Gnabry. Thomas Muller, we know his quality. Um, I'm not massively fearful of him uh, in that squad at yeah. the minute. Uh, and who's the other one? we said. Uh, and Kai Havertz again. We know his quality, but am I scared? If you give him a chance, he's going to do something with it. But again, I'm not. I, I feel that we can deal with the likes of Havertz, Muller. Yeah. Honestly, I honestly do. I think Sane coming off the bench for his pace again. It's the pace that's going to be our our, um, our biggest downfall, really. Um, but I trust Maguire and Stones to be able to mop up anything around the box uh, with the other players. So not too fearful of the attack. And that's why, that's why I'm saying we can afford to step on Germany a little bit. We don't need to be too conservative, you know what I mean? Yeah. With Rice and Phillips in there as well, I'm fairly confident. I'm fairly confident that um, we can even keep a clean sheet against Germany, to be fair.
0: Yeah, I don't see how we can't as well. It's like I said at the beginning, my main three points was literally nullifying that midfield, nullifying um, Kimmich and Gossens, and really getting at them, just like you said at the beginning as well. So going through their back line because... Their back line has been tested uh, against France. They only conceded one, which is the own goal. But they were open that whole game as well. Hungary, that game against the weakest side in that team, obviously they got knocked out. But the fact that they literally conceded a couple of goals on the counter-attack, Sterling, Rashford, we've gone through these names already. The pace of our uh, players is frightening to them. And I don't really see how we can not give everything we have for this game it will feel like a final to some of these players as well. Like Austria against Italy, it felt like a final to them at Wembley Stadium.
1: Mark my, my words, this is the game Harry Kane gets on the score sheet though. I feel it. That's okay. Line yeah,
0: I was just going to ask you for your score prediction, so uh, let's hear that properly.
1: Score prediction. Um, I'm going to go with... 2 New England.
0: they've only scored.
1: Yeah, I know we've only scored two goals so far. Mm. Um, but I feel... A bigger test will bring out the best in the players. Um, I feel we've got enough experience in the squad to rise to the the the, the occasion. (laughs) occasion. (laughs) Um, Yeah, a nice mix of youth and experience. I think, no, I'm fairly confident. I'll be honest, I'm fairly confident. Famous last words, but yeah, I'm going to New England. What do you reckon?
0: No, I'm I'm glad you're confident because I'm slightly confident as well. I'm happy with the fact of all the three teams that we could have faced. We got Germany uh, out of Germany, Portugal, we did French, have Hungary yeah. for a bit, but yeah. France and France as well. But uh, Germany were a team that I think we could have got out because playing seeing Portugal yesterday, they defended quite well. It was just a great strike they conceded yeah. to Thorgan Hazard on the counter. Yeah. Um, but it's just one of those things that Portugal have always been a bogey team in tournaments and my PTSD were just coming from two thousand four <laughs> and two thousand six. So <laughs> having Germany at Wembley would be a great fresh approach and seeing yeah. the likes of um Harry Kane, Jordan Henderson, if he gets into the team from the bench, even. Maguire, like you said, with the experience. And a lot of these players have played in Champions League finals. They've played in uh, like youth tournaments as well for England as well. Sancho Foden, they've won it um, with the youth teams in England as well. Calvert-Lewin as well. So it's the fact that we're going to see a lot more of... A, I, I want to see a bolder England approach. I think it's going to be 2-1 England. I think we will win. I think we'll go through... And I think we'll be playing Sweden in the next round. So it will be Sweden and Ukraine. Ukraine I think, yeah. I think those are the yeah. I think those are the two teams that we're yeah, playing. Yeah, but yeah. I think Sweden will beat Ukraine as well because Sweden have been very good. Um, they, they've never been easy on the eye, but they've got the job done for their team, which has been good to see.
1: Yeah, they've yeah, they've been very defensive, but I like the striker Isaac. He looks um, like he could be a real, real serious striker. You would like him. Arsenal are linked with him as well. I yeah, do, but- yeah. Do you know what? I actually shouted him pre-tournament to have a mm-hmm. good one. Um, yeah. He's had a great season in Spain. Um, technically sound, man. Like the way he moves the ball first touch. Yeah, he's, once he feels out a bit, he's going to be dangerous, I feel.
0: Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. We were discussing it earlier as well, and I was, saying, I was saying it as a cliche. Like we discussed it pre-tournament, he's one of the younger kids to watch out as well. But um, as a cliche, he's one of those younger players that just looks so much more mature for his age and yeah. he actually does in every single game which is brilliant yeah yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah I think I think Sweden are gonna beat Ukraine uh tomorrow night as well we're gonna face Sweden in the next round but um before I let you go Kez I know the game's gonna be well this game's gonna be ending and Swain have hit the post and they've yeah they're hit the post. um but yeah I just want to know your thoughts on the tournament so far, seeing as we haven't had a proper catch-up in terms of what well, we've been messaging on Instagram, but we haven't been yeah. like talking as much. But let me hear your thoughts on the tournament so far. Like, favourite game, uh, worst game, best performer, worst performer, disappointing performer, anything what you want to talk with about. What start
1: in this, this tournament mm. is I like the way it's been refereed. Um, mm. I really do. Yeah, it's unlike me to shout referees. But what I've noticed in this game is players trying to draw cheap fouls, throwing themselves to the ground. The referee's not been buying it. Um, and it's made for a much better spectacle, to be fair. Um, so I've definitely enjoyed that element. I'm not even too mad at how VAR has been used. Um, mm-hmm. So that shows how Shambolic has been in the Prem, because I feel it's been used very well in this tournament.
0: And the refereeing uh, in
1: the Prem as well. Yeah, I've exactly, heard. exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's an eye-opener. In terms of favourite game, uh, what did I say? I mean, this game, obviously, what I'm watching now is, uh, is going to be up there. Um, oh, fine, what games have I enjoyed? uh the first half of France um the first 70 minutes of France Portugal mm-hmm. was a good game until they stunk out the place for the last 20 minutes just playing for the draw Yeah Portugal Belgium uh, yeah no, I'm not really oh, I expect a bit more from that game
0: yeah I'd say more goals yeah more goals. goals.
1: Italy have been phenomenal um they've got a tough game against Belgium next round but yeah, I can't wait impressed. for us yeah great uh, great game. That's
0: that's all, for me. That's one of those barbecue ones. I like, have just told my cousin like, I'm coming around your house. Yeah. I'm going around your house. We're gonna have a barbecue. We're watching yeah, both court yeah, yeah, finals yeah, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Needs yeah, to be yeah. done. Needs to be the Belgium versus Italy is good enough to be the final. So it's yeah. gonna be fun to see that game.
1: Hundred percent. And do you know what? Judging on Belgium's performance yesterday, hmm? I'd have Italy as slight favourites for that one.
0: Yeah, I would. Especially yeah. if De Bruyne and Hazard confirmed to be out as well. Are oh, they for... confirmed out? Apparently so. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I've been told that today. Um, That they're going to be out of the game, Uh, hamstring for uh, Hazard and something another injury for De Bruyne, Bruyne. yeah, ankle, Uh, an ankle. Wow, Um, but yeah, full time in this game five three. It was a ridiculous game, uh, this one. But Spain are through, so we're going to see later on if they're going to be facing France or Switzerland. Um, But no, that those were quite good games. Like with me, one of my favorite games was Denmark versus uh, Belgium as well. So that was when yeah. Denmark were ahead and, Bel- and Kevin De Bruyne just came on. And me as yeah. a Man United fan, I'm just there, like, I can't like Kevin De Bruyne in a Man City shirt, But for Belgium, just enjoyed watching him. I was it's like, wow. Phenomenal,
1: when he? Phenomenal when he came on. Changed that game insane, single-handedly, yeah.
0: Like Man City players have just made me smile. Raheem Sterling, Kevin De Bruyne, Gundogan for Germany as well. Um, which is ridiculous as well. Brodery came on today, but he didn't really do much. Um, but no, obviously the England-Croatia game was fun to watch. Sorry, you were going to say something as
1: well. No, sorry. Do you know who I've been impressed with as well, actually? Um, Pedri. I've heard a lot about him, but I've not, I don't really watch Spanish football that frequently. Mm. And for someone so young, he's shown great... Compo- Every time I see him on the ball, very composed, never panics. I really like what I've seen from him, to be fair.
0: I liked his own goal today. It was fantastic.
1: I missed it. Yeah,
0: I did miss the own goal. Oh, oh, the back pass to the keeper? The back pass to the keeper. Oh,
1: yeah, the keeper though. Come on, like.
0: <laughs> I was just there like, that's what it's going to be remembered for for this tournament. It's yeah, played so well, yeah, so consistently yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. And then it's just, nah, it's another goal. So What's like, funny is I saw an instant later on in the game where he had an opportunity to pass back to the keeper mm. and he just drew the foul. He's like, nope, not again. Not,
0: not again. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting two own goals against me today. Uh, uh, but no, it's, it's been a good tournament. Like the, the Netherlands, I enjoyed watching their first game. Uh, they were fun to watch as well. I and. Mean, I'm like, crumbled, you know what? Though. They crumbled. And yeah. I, f- I thought it was one of those where Memphis Depay would be leading his team out further than they were. And that was obviously a shock the other day against the Czech Republic.
1: And Let's be honest. I the red card changes the game. Um, I think 30 seconds prior, Marlon's through on goal. He has, to score. has I,
0: to score. I was disappointed with that because Marlon was one of the players that I kind of like hyped up before the tournament. I was like, I want to yeah. see Marlon... Doing an international tournament with Depay up front, and then yesterday they started together. I'm like, yes, this is gonna be good, but then we yeah. realized that Workhorse was literally there for a reason, and yeah, Workhorse yeah. scored the goals, Martin hasn't, and uh, it just capitulated for the Netherlands. But yeah. they were exciting to watch as a neutral as well, which was fun. Um, my favorite goal, what would I say? My favorite goal was so far before uh, I would say obviously the favorite is like Sterling because it's England, but the best goal I'd say Christensen uh, for Denmark. If you remember that one.
1: Uh, oh, good strike, good strike, yeah. Good, Even good the goal strike. last night for um, Belgium, yeah. Even though I question the keeper slightly, but yeah, great strike. Um,
0: and obviously the Czech Republic one against
1: Scotland as well. That was beautiful. Oh, how can we forget that one? Yeah, that that one that probably golden tournament so far for me. Yeah, um,
0: absolute swazi. Again, you, like you can look those... at the
1: keeper's positioning, but for him to the ball's running away from him and him to do to do that from the halfway line is um, yeah. Outstanding, so that's my that's my favorite goal, actually. I forgot about that one.
0: Nah, that's all well and good. Uh, just before we leave you, kes uh, obviously the games are starting a bit. Uh, I just want to know who do you think's going to win the tournament? So we'll, we'll just go for one of those cliche. Do you reckon England's going to do it? Do you reckon we can do it? Or do you reckon it's going to be a, a France or a Belgium type team that's going to win it? It's coming home, it's coming home, <laughs> it's coming home. That's why we're in the badge <laughs> today, which is hype. We're doing it today.
1: I mean, to be fair. Realistically, I look at it. Initially, I was saying France. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the squad is crazy. All of the top teams, I've seen faults in them this tournament that I haven't seen previously. Yeah. Um, France have looked beatable in certain games, even with the mighty Benzema back in the team. Belgium, I mean, they won and yesterday.
0: Mbappe, Mbappe's been a letdown for me as well. Yeah, He's been yeah, poor. Yeah.
1: Been poor, being very quiet. Belgium, we talk about their attacking talent. Um, We saw yesterday that, you know, Portugal are unfortunate to go out. I don't know. I think if England can win tomorrow and get to the final in a one-off game against one of these teams, who knows? So yeah, I'm going with England. It's coming home.
0: It could easily be like England versus Italy or England
1: versus Spain. Italy's the team I'd want the least out of these, these guys though. Yeah, that defence. Yeah. <laughs> don't fancy
0: that defence <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. Uh, but, but no, thank you very much Kez for your conversation as Pleasure, always. Pleasure, as always, mate. Uh, let me get this posted and up and running as soon as possible. But, um, where are you watching the game tomorrow? You're watching at home, you're not yeah, going to be working at or home anything? again.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm working early tomorrow, so I'll be back in time for it. So, uh, yeah, same sort of setup, man. Same sort of setup. No worries.
0: Enjoy Big the game. watch along if you are having one. If you're not, buzz me and we'll do a zoom watch along together.
1: So, yeah, so I will be doing one. Oh, um, tough. so we could try to do the Insta. I missed you last time.
0: Mm, yeah, I think um, I was having
1: like dinner or something before, yeah, but. We'll do the
0: Instagram before. I'll I'll be home anyway. Instagram live will be fun. Yeah, cool. We'll do that before the game then. No worries. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy the game. Take Take care. care. Thanks everyone for listening. Take care and goodbye.